Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! Today, we want to talk about the promises of Jesus. Okay, I know there's a lot of promises of Jesus, right? Uh, but today, I want to, take the prob- um, do we want to take the scripture from Matthew 28, verse, eh, 40, sorry, Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30. Okay, the scripture is flashed up on the screen before you. But before I get into that, that, that scripture, I want to give me a background of to how God has been speaking to me through this scripture as well. You know, a couple of weeks back, maybe in August, you know, August was supposed to be the month of summer where things were supposed to be chill, right? It was the complete opposite for me. <laughs> uh, my boss was away and I don't know why things at work was just kind of, what do you call it? Exploding, you know, I felt like it was just, I was just firefighting every day. Waking up, I had a checklist of things to do. Uh, I love making my checklist because I feel a certain satisfaction of, hey, I took, I take this thing off for the day. But I, so let's say if I had 10 things on my checklist that day, instead of finishing 10, at the end of the day, I had 20. So I was like, ah, oh. and I felt like, you know, you know, I don't know whether you've been there before where you felt like, God, I don't even know where to start. You know, you felt like you're being torn in different directions. And that was work for me. That was just work. You know, there was different commitments as well. Uh, We had Bloom, uh, more planning than I thought, uh, because I had to liaise back with um, Malaysia to what's happening. Uh, So it was just a lot of things that was piling up. And I came to that point where I just told God, God, I need a break. (laughs) Uh, I got, I really need a break. Uh, And I just need to, for me, I felt, I thought that I just needed to get away somewhere. Uh, but I think through this, God's begin, God begins speaking to me through His Scripture, through His Word, through the words of Jesus, through the promises of Jesus this morning. Yeah. You know, how many, I'm not sure how many of you have been there before. Maybe it's not work that you've been bogged down with. It's not work that you've been burdened with. But there are different things yeah. that's been on your heart and your mind. And you feel like, you know, I'm not sure what you're going through. Uh, maybe it's a work situation. Maybe you're looking for a job and you feel like, how come I'm applying and all I'm getting back are rejections? You know, how come with this pandemic, maybe doors are not, job opportunities are not as much or not as ample as it should be. Or maybe you're going through a different family situation. Or maybe, you know, different things in life that we go through. And there are things in life that sometimes we can can get very tired. Uh, you feel tired mentally, you feel tired physically. And that's when God began to speak to me through His Word this morning. And I believe today, I just want to share what God has been speaking to me. And I believe through what God has been speaking to me, He, uh, he wants to encourage you this morning. He wants to remind you again, you know, of His promises. He wants to remind you of this Word. He wants to just give you a new perspective of who He is and His promises in your life. Amen. So just reading from Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30. Uh, you guys can turn to your Bibles or, you know what, you should turn to your Bibles. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the, the scripture is up there as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's all read this together. Yeah. It says this, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen. Amen. How many of you have read this scripture before? How many of you have 
read many times this scripture before. Now, I read this scripture. I kind of know this scripture. But even as God began to speak to me, this scripture began to take on a new perspective, a new revelation. And today, I just want to share the three promises that God has set out in this scripture. The first one is this. There's invitation for Jesus, from Jesus to come. The invitation of Jesus here, it says in Matthew, in verse 28, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. God is here to say, no, before I go that, you know how many of, just a quick, just for fun, right? We're talking about different things that we do when we're stressed. How many of you eat more when you're stressed? Oh, quite a lot of you. (laughs) Not in a bad way, okay? How many of you eat less when you're stressed? Mm, half, half. How many of you sleep a lot when you're stressed? That's me. <laughs> I feel like I'm really tired every time I'm stressed. How many of you watch TV a lot when you're stressed? What else do you do when you're stressed? How many of you shop when you're stressed? <laughs> okay, I see the girls. <laughs> no, there are different things that we do when we're stressed. There are different things that we do when we are worried. But, okay, don't you put your hands up for this. But question God asked me was this. Do you come to Jesus when you're stressed? Do you go to Jesus when you're worried? Do you go to Jesus? Do you come to Him when you're feeling so burnt out? That's the question. We do all these different things to take our mind off the problem. But do we actually go to God Himself when we need that solution, when we need that strength? Amen? Amen. And that's what God's been speaking to me. To, um, God's been speaking to me. You know, sometimes we can think that we are going to God. You know, I've been thinking that, you know, and, and that, that illustration, that, um, that, that, that picture, you know, sometimes we tap into our different things around us, you know, what we call um, illustration. Maybe it's our, the spirit, we think that we are tapping into God, but in reality, are we tapping into God? You no, know, for example, Maybe we hear a good sermon and we think, yeah, God, I, I am accessing you. Or maybe we hear a good song and we feel that goosebumps. You know, sometimes when there's a good singer and good song, you get that goosebumps and you like think that God's with you. But are we really tapping into God? Or is it just the spiritual batteries that we think we are, bat- we are tapping into, but not into the source itself? You see, like, the, like that laptop there, if I don't... Okay, not good. If that laptop there, right? If I take it out of that, I take the charger. Sorry, my brain just went If I take that charger off, it can only run on for a certain while. And that's what we do sometimes. We just think that we are accessing God, but are we really accessing God? We think when we hear or come to church on a Sunday, yeah, we worship God, but is it enough? How long do our spirit, how long do our batteries last? without accessing God himself. See, the thing is this, we told the, for the laptop to keep running, we need to actually plug that charger into that, what's that thing called? Socket. Sorry, I'm so bad at this. We need to actually plug that charger into that socket to keep running. No, likewise, we can't just run on Sunday, just on Sunday alone. We can't just run on hearing a song alone without tapping into God. We can't just, you know, just hear. Sometimes, you know, on Instagram, you see that inspirational quote or that, that throw of that word and be like, oh God, you're speaking to me. That's not enough if we do not tap into Jesus himself. Today, we sang that song, God, I just want you. But are we really, really, really tapping into the source himself. And that's what I found myself too. I'm like, God, but I am. I am tapping into you. But if I take a step back, 
I don't think I was. I don't think I was. The thing about, thing about this as well, as I was thinking about it, to tap into God, sometimes we need to pause our life. You see, like that laptop there, if I plug it into that socket, I can't bring it around. You know, I'm stuck to that place. And many of us hate pausing. It goes, you know, when you're worried, maybe we want to do everything else. You know, maybe if you're looking for a job, you keep that, that natural instinct is to keep applying for a job. You know, maybe, okay, I like to, okay, it's not a good thing, but I'm improving on it. My natural inclination is to worry about stuff and I feel like the more I worry, I can control that situation, which you, which you can't in reality, but you feel that you want to do that more. You know, maybe for some of us, when we are busy at work, we feel like we just need to continue working and we hate that pause button. But to get to access God sometimes, to get into God, to come to Jesus, God is saying, will you press that pause button? Will you press that pause button for a while? You know, like, I'm, you know, when you're when at that lab, just using that laptop illustration, I can't bring that laptop anywhere now if I'm plugged into that source. I just need to be stuck there sitting in that seat where Toby is sitting until that laptop is fully charged. Yeah. So how many of you, would you say that, God, would you just, would you pause that button? Yeah. It, I know it goes against, it's counterintuitive against our very nature. Yeah. But to get into God, we need to sometimes pause, yeah, just yeah. pause wow. and get away with God. Wow. When was the last time? You know, we sang that song just now, God, you know, it doesn't really matter how long minutes turning into, sorry, Seconds turning into minutes, minutes turning to hours, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, I sang it right back, I remember. <laughs> but is, do we really mean it? Yeah. Do we take that time out just to spend that time with God? Yeah. You know, here we have wonderful parks. Do we get away with God? Just you and Jesus. Wow. Just you and Jesus talking to Him. Do we take that time out or do we think that it's Sunday is just enough? Hearing that song and we think that's enough. Yeah. You know, I, I had to do that hard check. Even I'm speaking to you, I had to do that hard check as well. Because yeah. I realized that all I wake up is, all I would do when I wake up is just rush. <laughs> you know, ask Pastor Dave, right? I wake up, get out of bed, do, wash my face and all that. And all I do is, I even, I'm like, God, I don't have time. I need to get to work. <laughs> but when was the last time we pressed that pause and just get away with yeah. Jesus? Yeah. You know, walk with Jesus. Yeah. Amen. And what do we, even as we're walking with Jesus, Actually, what are we talking about? <laughs> Do we bear our souls to Him? Jesus says that, come to me, who, or who you are heavy, heavy, uh, heavy laden, and you labor, you're feeling tired. And the thing is this, right? In the world that we live in today, to admit weakness, it's horrible. Like, it doesn't feel right. You know, you, for those of you who are working, you can't, you don't, it's just, feels like I can't go up to my boss and say, I don't know how to do this thing. Um, you know, I, I can't admit a sign of weakness in front of my boss. Maybe for you who are those who are starting universities right now, or you're in university, you know, to tell your group mates or to tell your lecturer, actually, I have no idea what's going on. You know, we feel like that's such a sign of weakness. Even the culture in the world we live in today, maybe believing in God is a sign of weakness on its own. But as I thought about it, do I bring that mindset or is I bringing that mindset I have to my relationship with God as well? You know, the world, sometimes we feel, I feel that I need to kind of 
exercise, do everything that I can first before I go to my boss and tell her I, I don't know how to do. <laughs> you know, I spend hours, even though I, I know I don't know how to do, but I would just spend hours because I refuse to admit that I don't know how to do it. But how many of times do we bring that mindset to God? We, we don't even know how to come to God and say, God, I, I, I'm tired. Do we bear our souls? Do we bear our emotions before God? God says, come to me as you are, as a present tense. Come to me just as you are. Wow. What are we doing? What are we, when we are with God, are we really bearing our souls? Wow. You know, emotions is such a powerful thing, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Sorry. You know, I mean, some of us get caught up with emotions. Some of us are more emotional than others. Not in a bad way. But, you know, emotions it is. And we, that, that defines us. That makes us us. But how do we bring that emotions? Do we bear that emotions? Do we bring our weaknesses before God Himself? Or is it just a sweeping comment? God, I'm okay. Or we just say it one one liner. I've said it, God, I don't know how to do it, and I walk off. Or do we really go with Jesus away? Do we take that time out with God and really bear what we have? Bear our soul, bear the pain, bear that that, that heaviness that we feel before him you know the other thing is this sometimes many of us feel that we need to be perfect we need to be good we need to be better before we come God before we come to God you know maybe we feel maybe that's I'm not sure what they're going through (laughs) maybe that's that burden that you carry God I'm not good enough I can't come before you because I don't feel that I've been a good Christian this week. I didn't talk to you this week. So God, why would you accept me this week? Yeah. And how I many I've been there, you know how many been there? You feel like that, that, that voice telling you, you can't go before God. You're not, you're not as good. You haven't been doing a quiet time. You haven't been reading your Bible. But God's saying today, don't, you don't need to be perfect to come before me. Yeah, right. You know, I tell, we always tell people this, even if you feel like I can't live... 100% yet for God, then live that 1% that you can. Live that 2% that you can. Live that 5% that you can first. Bring that 5%, even if it's 5% that you can bring before God, then bring that 5% before Him and allow Him to take that 5% to the 10% and, and onwards. Amen. Amen? You know, sometimes many of us, we carry that. We carry that burden of just needing it to be perfect. I need to be in control. I need to things to be lined up like a domino stack before I come to God. And God's not saying, God says, I don't need perfection from you. I don't need you to be good yet. You know, we, we strive to be better, but God's saying, hey, come as you are. Come. Even if you're tired, just come before me. Amen. The last thing is this that I want to share, the invitation from Jesus. You know, the reason we can come before God, the reason that we come to Jesus, the reason we can take that pause, the reason that we can bear all that we are before Him, the reason that we don't have to be perfect. All this is compelled by the love of God for us. You know, we do this first of all. We can do this. We can dare to do it. It's because Jesus first loves us. God loves us so much. You know, I was just reading. Um, you know, if you, go, um, if you turn to First Peter, you know, first 5 to 7, it says this. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Amen. You know, the other words that I love, and I just remembered it again. Psalm 56, verse 8, it says this. You number my wanderings, you put my tears into your bottle, and you have recorded every one in your book. 
God says that here, you know, sometimes we cry and we think, God, does anyone see? And God, the psalmist writes that God collects every tear and he puts it in the bottle. He remembers even that little drop, you know, on that eyelash that doesn't fall. But God says that he remembers and he collects every tear. That's how much God loves you today. That's, how, that's the God that we serve. And what a privilege it is for us to come before Him from the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings who love us so much. No, sometimes we look at the scripture and we think, oh yeah, I know it. But if you look at it deeper, that's so much truth. That's so much power when we actually allow that, allow, what, allow the promises of God to sink in and we apply it into our lives. Amen? Amen. So my, the first point of this is God, God says, come. The invitation of Jesus is open to all. He say, come, come. Whatever you're feeling, come just as you are. God says, I want to come, go away with you. Amen? Amen. Amen. The last second point is this, the second promise of Jesus. He promises that he will walk and work with us. The promise of walking and working with Jesus. You know, if you turn back to Matthew 11, 28, it says this, right? Come to me, all you who who labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Immediately after that, he says this, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. It was quite interesting when I went through it. Uh, because if the, the crowds that Jesus was speaking to at that time was people who were involved in agricultural. That's why he was using references to yoke. Uh, yoke was basically a tool that kind of bind two animals together. And that references, if you're talking to that crowd, immediately what it comes to mind is, go back to work. <laughs> right? And if you read that scripture, you think, God, I'm really tired. I'm really burdened. Why you tell me to take more things upon me? You know, why do you say, take my yoke upon me? Doesn't, feel, doesn't it feel like another burden? Wow. Doesn't it feel like I have more, more to do? How does that translate into the rest? How does that translate into, oh, before you, God? And, and I thought about it. And God is, you know, I love God, right? His word is so relevant. He's practical. And he, he knows that it's a reality of life that we need to go back to. What Jesus here is saying that, hey, even as you come away with me, I know that's a Monday that you need to go back to. I know that's a Monday of bosses that you don't want to see. That's a Monday of work that you, you have to face. That's a Monday of family that you have to face. And God is saying, hey, I know that it's work that still needs to be done. I know there is a life that still needs to go on. Yeah. And God is saying that, I know this, I know this. And he's telling you, take my yoke upon me. What does it mean here? What does take my yoke upon him means? You know, I said just now, a yoke is basically like kind of a, like a beam that kind of connects two animals together, right? Okay, I don't have anything to illustrate, but then fine. <laughs> uh, and what happens is, a yoke, they norm- what they normally do is they take, they get a heavier oxen and a, two animals together. And what they normally do is they get a bigger ox or more experienced animal together with a younger animal. And what happens is the bigger animal will pull that, pull that way, like plow the land, lead the younger animal along the way. And that's the illustration of what a yoke is. And God is saying that, hey, I'm the 
bigger person. <laughs> I want to lead you along the way. And God is saying, you don't have to do this on your own. Even as you go through life, God is saying that you don't have to do it on your own. Yeah. See, if you have to, between two animals walking, they can do so much more. If one animal does, I don't know how much land, how much more land they can cover, how much more tired that ox can be. Yeah. But God is saying that, hey, will you just allow me to lead you? God is saying that in your walk, in your life, in, in everyday life, on a Monday to Saturday, Monday to Sunday, allow me to lead you. And even in your time with Jesus, God is saying, I know, I, don't want, I know that you love to be with me forever, but I mean, when, there'll be a time for that when we get to heaven, but we know that there's still life to get on. And God is saying, in your time with Him, it's not just an outpouring onto Him, but we, are you receiving from Him? Are you learning? God, God, He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Yeah. No, many times we feel like after we get away with Jesus and we feel better, but then we go back on a Monday and we feel like, God, how come I feel the same? I'm supposed to feel better. Where's the power of your words? And God is saying that, hey, I want to continue to walk and work with you. Yeah. No, many times we forget that part that says, take my yoke upon you and learn from Him. Yeah. What is Jesus saying to you today? in that time with Him. Yeah. Are we gleaning something? Yeah. Are we learning from Him? Mm. Are we allowing Him to lead us? Are we, when the time with God, are we allowing the bigness of who He is to remind us of, to allow Him to lead us? Yeah. Or are we going back to the Mondays and going on, on it on our own strength mm. again? No, God whispers to us in that quiet place with Him. Um, God whispers you know, I mean, there are times, you know, I, I think we just went on a break recently, right? And right before I flew, you know, you have your COVID pass thingy, um, COVID pass, right? Right before I flew, I checked my pass and I realised, oh my gosh, my pass, my pass and my passport name doesn't match. <laughs> me being the neurotic me, I was like, oh my gosh. Buster Dave was like, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. <laughs> then I was like, no, but it doesn't, I googled. Do not Google. Uh, it's a horrible, horrible tool sometimes. And I was like, oh my gosh, it doesn't match. It doesn't match. And all I could think of was like, God, I really need a break. I really need a break. And all I could, and I, and I, I really, when I went to God and I felt the Holy Spirit whisper, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But I refused to listen to God. <laughs> I was very neurotic and I kept checking. I went and updated my app, updated my name. And I was like, then, you know, I went on website. They said, it would take two weeks for your app to update and all that. I was like, oh my gosh, I was telling Pastor. Then, you know how your mind goes on free fall? I was telling Pastor, hey, I paid everything already. Our hotels, everything is non-refundable. That's a lot of money there. Then he's like, it'll be fine. Then he'd be like, you do what you want to do. <laughs> You want to worry, you go worry on your own. <laughs> but I remember I felt the Holy Spirit whisper to me, it'll be fine, okay? It'll be fine. But I, I refused. I really refused to listen, right? I don't know why. I felt like I needed to be in control and I refused to listen to what God was whispering to me. How many times we are like that? God says, it'll be fine. And we still refuse to listen. God says, go, go down that road. <laughs> you know, be more brave. But we still refuse to listen. God says, Turn left, you know, maybe be a bit more, forgive that person, take that, you know, follow that, my leading. Yeah. But we refuse to listen. And sometimes we feel burdened because there's always that tension. You know, imagine in, in, a, in, in a yoke when two animals, if one wants to go this way and one goes this way, that's where the tension starts. Yeah. And that's where the tension starts with us because we don't want 
We forget, we don't, we forget that we are supposed to learn from Jesus as well. No, that's why going to Jesus sometimes doesn't solve the problem, our internal peace, our rest. But we come back and we're like, God, how come you're not working? But God is saying, hey, will you take my yoke and learn from me as well? Amen? Amen. Last thing is this. God promises us rest. No, sometimes I think we do get tired physically, and sometimes, yeah, we do need our holidays, we do need a break, but I don't think that's enough. You know, um, I was just talking to a colleague, she was away for three weeks. I was like, oh, how's your break? And she came back for a week, right? I said, oh, how's your break been? Do you have a good break? She said, it felt like it happened a long time ago. <laughs> and on that break, that's what breaks are. You go away and you come back, a week later you get back into work, you get back into uni, and it feels like, where was my break? I felt like I need another break, even though I'm just one week into work. How many of you have been there before? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I also feel that way. No, I went back to work on a Wednesday. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not very fun. <laughs> and we, we think we need, yeah, we need that physical break. But what God is pre- promising us here is break, a, a rest for our souls. Wow. You know, sometimes when we go through life, we carry things you know, we carry burdens that we're not supposed to carry. Maybe sometimes you have so used to working it out on your own that you think that I just need to work. I am so I, I need to work it out on my own. And you carry that burden, and sometimes that burden, or sometimes it just you, you get tired. You know, how many of you been there before? It's not a physical tiredness, but it's a tiredness emotionally, and you feel like, God, I, I'm really, really tired. But God, Jesus here promises us rest. No, Jesus here promises rest for our souls. You know, I just want to go through some scripture about what Jesus was... You know, Jesus could rest. Jesus was probably the busiest person on earth. He had the most heaviest responsibility, the heaviest burden on earth. You know, I was just reading through scripture again. If you turn to Matthew 8, 33, 34, it says... I'm sorry, wrong. No, not this verse. No, don't worry. Um, Matthew 28... Matthew 8, 23 to 24. You don't have to turn to it. But here, talking about Jesus was in the boat with his disciples and a storm was coming and it says that there, Jesus was sleeping. Can you imagine sleeping in the storm? Yeah, Jesus said that that's the rest that I promise. How many times, how many of us, even in 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 times that we go through, we feel tired and even though we are tired, but we can't sleep because we are worried and it's like, it's a cycle again and again. But Jesus here was sleeping in the storm. <laughs> and that's the rest, that's the promise. He, that's that kind of rest He promises us, that rest for our souls. You know, reading again, don't have to turn to it, just read it on your own. In Psalm 23, right? We love that Psalm, the Lord's my shepherd. But in verse 5, it says this, you prepare me a feast before my enemies. How many of you can eat before your enemies? You know, to go to lunch, if I tell you to go to lunch later, even with me, you feel like, some of you will feel like, oh my God, I cannot eat in front of you and Pastor Dave. <laughs> you feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> but right, be honest. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Yeah, we, we, we like to go for lunch with you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, even God's saying, hey, you, the, the psalmist said, you prepare me a feast before my enemies. 
can we eat before our enemies? But yet God promises that's the rest that He's promising us, that rest that we can sleep in a storm, that we can eat, we can feast, not just eat, we can feast before our enemies. Amen? And that's the kind of rest that sometimes we need. Not just a holiday, not just going online shopping, not just not anything but the rest that only Jesus Christ, Jesus Himself, can give to us. You know, I want to read to us from the message again, paraphrasing Matthew 28. It says this. I love it. It says this. Are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythm of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. Wow, that's a beautiful phrase what we've been talking about. And I just realized that in life, we're going to go through hard times. We're going to go through worry. And many of us, me included, we like things to be perfect. And we feel like, oh... You know, once things are good, yay, I can relax, I can rest. And maybe sometimes that's the cycle we go through. You know, a worry comes and we feel like stress, stress, stress. The problem resolves itself and then we are happy again. How many of you have been there before? You go through that. But God is saying that's a, that's a, that's a rhythm of grace. That's a untold rhythm of grace. The answer is, the question is this. Do we follow the rhythm of stress that we are used to? of trying to take it out on our own? Or do we follow the rhythm of grace that God has promised us? You know, there's two ways. There's, like I said, Jesus said hard times will come. But do we follow, which rhythm do we choose to go through? Which rhythm do we follow the rhythm of ourselves, our own doing, our own stress, our own sleeplessness? Or do we rely again on the rhythm of grace that God has promised? When we come before Him, even though times may be tough, he will give you rest. He will lead you. He will work with you. No, there are two ways that we can do it. But God's saying that, hey, I've come to give you life and life to the full. And that part of it is just learning to flow with the rhythm of grace that God has promised us. No, and that, that's just my encouragement to you today. And I pray that, you know, even maybe some of you are going through a difficult season right now. Maybe some of you are just feeling, oh, tired. Maybe you're just stressed out by different stuff that's been bogging your mind. And God today wants to meet with you. Yeah. God is saying today, will you come with me? Yeah. Come to me. Come away with me. Yeah. You know, allow me to lead you. Yeah. Allow me to speak to you. Yeah. And in that, will you learn from him and watch how God will guide you through, even the, through the storms of life. Amen. Can I just worship, invite the worship team up this morning? Just... No, even though I was preparing this message and I was praying, I felt God just wants to minister to two groups of people here this morning. First of all, the first group of people here is that you come, somehow you've been burdened by that need to be everything to be in control, everything to be so perfect. And that, that has hindered your walk with God. You know, you feel like, God, if I can't give you everything, then maybe I can't, I'm not deserving of you. And that's that 
that almost that need to be perfect, that need to be controlled, and that and that has become a burden instead onto you. That has hindered your relationship with God. And God today wants to tell you that He loves you. He just He doesn't need you to be all that. He doesn't need us to be perfect. But God's saying, come as you are. And as that group, one group of people here that God wants to just minister with you to you today. The second group here is maybe you're just going through a really, really tough time right now. You know, maybe you're going through a time where, God, I'm tired. I've been trying and trying to do things on my own. But yet, how, somehow I don't feel that I can get rest. Somehow I don't feel that it's been working out. No, God saying to me, will you come to me? Take my yoke upon you and learn from him. And he will restore you. He will give you rest to your souls. Amen. If that's you today, why don't you just worship God today? Worship God this morning. If you fall in like two groups of people that I mentioned, you know, why don't you stand where you are? If that's you, just stand with hands of faith surrendered unto God. God wants to minister to you today. The Bible says that He loves you, He remembers every tear that you cry. Amen. Maybe you don't know that tear. You don't even know whether anyone saw it, but God saw it. God knows that struggle that you're going through. Amen. If that's you today, why don't you just lift up your hands? Amen. For the rest of you know, let me pray. No, for the rest of us here, maybe we, we, it's all right right now, but let's not just leave it to the tough times. Then only we pursue after God. God's saying today, you know the song we're gonna sing. We sing, God, I just want you. It doesn't. I'm not gonna rush anywhere, but I just want you, Lord Jesus. I'm not gonna rush. Oh, I'm not worried about lunch, but God, all I want, I don't want to leave this place without catching a hold of who you are. I don't want to leave this place without experiencing you. I don't want to just this to be a, just a Sunday after Sunday and doing this burnout of religion, what the message say, but God, I want that relationship with you. I want you. Amen. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.axchurch.uk. God bless.